daring is to do. And our next guest certainly dared himself to make an appearance on this panel. That's right, representing Tottenham Hotspur, Matt, please announce yourself as our latest signing. Hi, I'm Matt hotspur Glan. I work as a senior CRM executive at Tottenham Hotspur, and I've been here for two and a half years now. You know, I'm responsible for planning, executing digital campaigns in order to reach, acquire and grow the Spurs database and the fan base generally across the world. Um, I'm part of the CRM team at Spurs, so we're responsible for a lot of things, wealth of things, memberships, um, supporters clubs, database, email marketing, as well as youth marketing too. So we cover a lot of bases. Are you often seen as uh, like an internal consultancy? Yeah, I'd like to think so, especially you know, the partnerships team. They've got a lot of relationships outside of the club, but they've, they want to come to us for activation ideas and how we can get involved. And I think with digital experiences ever evolving, that's a piece that we're getting more involved in. So that's been great. Um, but I think that's the great thing with the CRM team. We, we touch different bases, finance, um, hospitality, for example, um, the general marketing areas, global football development, the women's side. So yeah, there's lots of areas and opportunities for us to get involved. Things are changing so often and especially in the times we're in now as well. I think it's only accelerated digital experiences and the relationship we have with fans. Why is digital engagement so important to Premier League clubs like Tottenham? Yeah, I think there's two or three different strands, but ultimately it's about engaging your existing fan base for one, especially in the times that we're in now and behind closed doors. You want to keep people informed as to what's going on at the club. Um, as well, it's a great opportunity to attract new fans. You know, there's people out there that are perhaps not Spurs fans, but just Premier League followers in general, they might want to get more involved with the club. And as well, increasingly, like in marketing and, and fandom, I believe, you know, people are following players more so than clubs. You know, you saw with Cristiano Ronaldo, he, he going to Juventus from Real Madrid, the amount of followers that Juventus gained after his transfer, for example. So that's huge. And we've seen it at Spurs too, Gareth Bale recently and Alex Morgan signing. That coupled with Hyunmin Song already being at the club, and they've got enormous... Uh, followers across the globe and especially up with Sonny in South Korea, Gareth Bale globally too, Alex Morgan in America. So it provides a great opportunity for the clubs. Once an announcement's being made, what are the sort of things that you're, you're, you're looking at? There's lots of different areas across the club that will be monitoring how a signing impacts the club. So for example, social media, they're looking at number of social media followers, the increase. Um, for example, like with the women's side, they have two separate accounts, the women's and then you've got the men's. So with the Alex Morgan area, you'll be looking at how many followers increase you have on the women's side as well as the men's. Um, that's one. You're looking at the database growth. You're looking at email engagement, for example, engagement with social media tweets. Um, and ultimately, you're looking at retail, how many shirts have been sold, for example, personalization. So it hits every single area and... Um, it's incredible really as to, you know, just one player signing as to the growth it can have. You'd be looking at like website hits, for example, too, looking at spikes. So I would say it covers absolutely every area of the club. When you're talking about these lifts in social and the lifts in the website visits, how are you able to take those numbers and be able to actually identify users within that? 
we can see ultimately the number of people that the number of new acquisitions on the database we can see the number of people that are, the number of new people that are coming to the website and that can only help with targeting as well so when we're looking to do personalized campaigns for example around those signings we've got a pot of people that we can go out to again and you're probably looking to warm them up you don't want to go out immediately with um, immediate buy messages for example so that's really really important and you hope that sort of the journey that you take them on will ultimately lead them on to following you more and not only just on say for example email but coming back to the website looking on social media looking on the club's app looking more, more into the club and what we do and coming back more so yeah we can see when a person and a user returns back to the website for example and we look to take them on a different journey what are you guys doing in order to increase fan engagement? We're increasingly looking at more digital experiences. So that's something obviously we've been working on with Cheetah, which has been great. And it, like I say, it's only accelerated that digital experience in the last six months or even so in the, you know, the lockdown period. It's something that we would have liked to have done. It's brought it forwards, not just in our area, but across the club in general. So a few recent examples are like Spurs Inside campaign, where we've gone out to fans across the world to get involved with putting them onto the screens within the in the bowl when we've got a home game. So that's been great. And interacting with the players and giving them support when fans can't be in the stadium, that's been really nice. We've also highlighted Hotspur Heroes, again, coupled up with our partner Cadbury's to highlight people and fans that have done some great things in the community and, and go beyond the realms really especially in the supporters club area and also we've seen like more player interaction with supporters clubs for example and a bit of surprise and delight and it's something that we've done in the past but we want to do more so in the future what does that surprise and delight kind of experiences look like yeah well we've got a one hotspur membership which is enormously popular across the club but ultimately as part of that we have a rewards program called one hotspur moments that's exclusive to one Hotspur members. And that gives them um, once in a lifetime opportunities to, for example, meet players, to engage with them, to do virtual Q and A's, virtual stadium tours. These are all the sort of things we've brought in the last six months. So that's been fantastic. And it can only appeal to new people that want to become a member. Um, seeing people going out there, seeing interactions with players and saying, I want to get involved in that. So. That's been fantastic. And some of the initiatives that have taken place, coupled with partners as well. Partners and sponsors are so important to sports teams and associations. So when it comes to digital fan initiatives and activations, do the partners and sponsors come to you or do you pitch the ideas to them? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both really. Um, you'll have sort of the partners and, and the companies, their side come up with ideas themselves. We'll learn from our own experiences, what's worked and what hasn't in the past as well. So. For example, recently, like Kumo Ties, a Korean partner of ours, they've just done a great initiative with younger members and the sort of virtual mascots. In fact, there's just been a recent award for those and that initiative that's just gone out there. So that's a really nice idea, activating things in their contract. From the partner side to the partnerships team to the CRM team, we like to work together and we can offer suggestions on what we have and our capabilities from a digital point of view and think, you know, have you considered this before? With the data and opt-ins related to these partner and sponsor activities, is certain information shared? I'd say probably more so in the GDPR world. It's something, you know, sharing data with partners isn't as prominent as what it probably was before. What it would be more in the case of now is 
partners hosting their activations on our platform. So we have sort of two opt-ins. We have one, which is a club opt-in, and a second one, which is partner opt-in. Do you want to hear from our partners? And it'll often be now a case of us going out on behalf of partners saying this is what you know the campaign's about and this is how you can get involved. Is there a different approach to fan engagement when it comes to the women's teams compared to the men's? The signing of Alex Morgan actually it was a really new initiative for us and perhaps we did things with that signing we haven't done before on a men's signing for example uh, going out and billboards in New York it was a real global capture and in fact we probably learned quite a lot from that signing implementing it into the Gareth Bale signing and it really pulled the club together different areas of the you know of the club and coming up with different ideas it was incredible the list of things that we had together to get through so it was um yeah it was a real new initiative and something that we can learn from in the future with Tottenham enjoying a large and active membership base at both the local and global level how does the club approach serving these members? It's providing exclusive opportunities for those uh, members that we know. One of the benefits of becoming a member is getting access traditionally to match tickets, which obviously been taken away at the moment, unfortunately. But ultimately, it's about retaining that exclusivity. So providing more digital experiences, making them feel part of the club despite them not being able to attend matches. That's been really important. So highlights before about giving them opportunities once in a lifetime unique opportunities to get involved and meet players and that's something that's really really important when we had pre-season fixtures we did a first campaign of streaming them that's something we've never really done before and that was really successful members and season ticket holders were able to get a free code for that when you're trying to build out a broader profile on someone what are some of the interesting data points on an individual so location country is really really important we want to know where a member's from and when we know that we perhaps know their native tongue we know what players that they'll like or they'll engage with so when we go out with the different experiences we can tailor it to those different countries we have an enormous following in america for example in south korea given the player we have there but also like in america probably the amount of expats so that's really really important Favourite players, one as well. Do you have any favourite examples of recent experiences by Spurs that have broadened the golden fan record? We released the N17 mural by Cheetah Experiences. That's been great. That's encouraging artists and just general fans to get involved and upload pictures of their portraits, for example, and some great designs. So that's been a really nice initiative. So many great designs we see on social media of people putting together murals and different pictures of players, their own art. Yeah, it's been fantastic to see the number of entries that have come in and the different kind of entries and the different styles that people have put together has been great. And it really reflects the culture of the culture of Tottenham. Um, and if we can engage people like that, gather some new data. Has the Spurs CRM team started to identify different fan types and personas? The increasing project over the last couple of years that I've been involved in personally is really identifying the acquisition source as to where people are coming from so that's been really important so members might have a very different profile to somebody who's just engaging with the club for the first time so a member is further down the line if you want to call it that so giving them a slightly different experience a different message that's really important supporters clubs um, season ticket holders members yeah a bit more advanced but again just with the artwork competitions and even shirt signing competitions, just trying to get people onto that journey for the first time and then you can build it up gradually from there. So 
there is quite a lot of work in the behind the scenes to identify sort of first-time attendees, regular engagers, for example, where people are located. And it does have a massive difference as to the sort of content that people engage with and what we put out there. Are there any digital trends that you've seen or digital initiatives that you guys were for, almost forced into because you needed to do something that you think will be a longer term keeper? User generated content that's always kind of been out there, but maybe underutilized within the sports scene and something that we've really enjoyed putting out there for fans. Um, again, with so many fans being at home, it's a great opportunity to sort of take behind the scenes and see what they're up to. Again, the Spurs Inside initiative, like we want to see people celebrating and uh, in their houses and of their of celebrating Spurs goals. Photo uploads, video shares, that's been great. And predominantly, it's this has given us opportunity to go behind the scenes of the fans, not just behind the scenes of the club. So it sort of reverses that trend. And we can see it with official supporters clubs as well. We can see what they're up to upload their photos and their initiatives they're doing. Tottenham, of course, that you're you're now a destination for multi-sports. Do you ever do any sort of cross-sport initiatives? Like, this is Tottenham talking to NFL fans. Well, last year, we saw the NFL launch officially at the stadium and we had a couple of games. Unfortunately, that's going to be the case this year because of obviously with everything going off with COVID, but... Harry Kane, our star striker, is a massive NFL fan. We saw some great content going out there last year of him sort of doing some kicking and fans getting involved from that point of view. We also have an NFL Tottenham Academy, which is great. And again, that opens the door for engaging content. So whilst unfortunately we're not going to be able to host the games this year, it does open the door to doing things alternatively and bringing that NFL experience to the club and cross channel and across the Atlantic, for example, it's a 10 year relationship. And I'm sure that we can uh, come up with some initiatives going forwards, but last year was great. Do you have a golden rule when it comes to how the CRM team looks to engage with Tottenham fans? From an experience point of view, it's the actual fan experience. You know, if we're doing um, an initiative, like for example, on Cheetah, how easy is it to enter? But on social, I think it's been very, very aware of the fan sentiment at the time that's really really important you know of, um, of how a game perhaps has been well received and I always refer to football fandom as very very unique it's not as if you can go out and buy sorry it's not as if you're going out to buy a dishwasher for example you can go out and buy a different products off the shelf football is very very unique and it's about understanding how fans feel at that time and that very much I think dictates what content goes out there and how people are going to be um, engaging with that. So that's very, very important. Matt, wonderful insights. Thank you so much. We wish Tottenham all the best this season.